you know, as we're approaching some crazy times, social media is accountable for 29% of civil discourse. Um, mm-hmm. In terms that we can be, if we're behind a screen and nobody can see us, you know, would you say that same thing to somebody's face like we talked about earlier? So if you wouldn't say it to their face, then don't say it behind their back or don't say it on social media because that's a big culprit of people just not being very civil to each other. Yeah. It's all about, you know, peace and harmony and let's just all get along and work together. And at the end of the day, we can go home and, and not think about it. But when we're together, we have to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. So, so many things are going on in my mind right now. The reason we do it, and I ask my students all the time in the classroom, why are we nicer to strangers at the grocery store than we are to our own loved ones? And it's yes. like... Well, the people in the grocery store are much nicer than our loved ones, well, obviously. Well, they are, and... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for some reason, we just want to save face with people that we don't know. And yeah. we... Um, Generally, our family, even if we have fights with them, we know they're still going to be there tomorrow, generally speaking. And so they're kind of like, that's our release. Like we, I read a statistic the other day about kids and they come home from school and they dump all over their moms because it's a safe space and they can kind of like let loose the whole day, gunny sack or kitchen sink, like throw everything out like, that happened that day. And and the mom's like, OK, like it's just my toddler at school. They're having a tant- temper tantrum. So it's kind of the same way with adults and loved ones. Like you're just going to unleash on your wife because, you know, you can. Right. Like it may not be the most effective form of communication, but in the end, you, you know, you'll get over it and, and everything will be fine. But uh, how do you curb that? How do you curb the cycle? Oh, my gosh. Uh, a lot. A Therapist. Lot <laughs> Therapy. <laughs> I ask this because I'm sure a lot of agents do this. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's um, always starting. So I can give you the little assertion message if you want my little, my little yes. technique. So it's knowledge it's, nugget. Yeah. Knowledge nugget. It's a, it's called Bolton's three part assertion message. I did not invent this, but I use it all the time and give credit to, to Bolton. Well, we'll um, give credit to you. Okay. It's so it's three <laughs> simple sentences and you already said it. I feel, or I think whatever, you know, so if I were your wife, I'd be like, you know, I really am frustrated. And then the second part is when you, when you come home and just dump all over me. Non-threatening communication. Because, because I really don't deserve that. And I want to be treated the way you treat other people. So it's, I feel when you, because, and that generally tends to work and diffuse the situation and make people less defensive because you're owning your feelings. Yeah, they can't take mm. your feelings away from you. And you feel the way you feel. Aren't wrong. I would say right. you can't tell me that my feelings are wrong or that right. I feel that way. Like I really do feel that way. Because then that's what what is it called? Diminishing? No, not diminishing. Dis- no, something your feelings disregarding. Oh, yeah, there's like a term. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I love that. What, yeah, what's was- interesting though is like this stuff is so powerful. Communication, right? Mm-hmm. And communication is the root of many issues in 
everything, right? Whether it's the spouse or in, in business, like we send Every the message, issue. but it doesn't get received the right way. And then, or it doesn't get received in the way that we intended it to be received. And now it blows up. Yeah. And what's interesting, and I, I mean, I look back to, to college and the business school, like, I think I had one communication class, one, mm-hmm. right? And we didn't even pay attention because everybody's like, oh, it's communications, right? Oh, yes, right? Oh, but, oh, but really- at the end of the day, it could be the most powerful course that you have because I don't, I, I mean, do I remember my internet marketing class from 2000? Was right. it, does it even apply now? Right. No, right? Like none of the stuff really applies any of the crap, right? Maybe the math and okay, so some of it's important, yeah. but but we don't teach emotion. We don't teach yeah. emotional intelligence. We don't teach yeah. any of these things that are probably the most important tools for yeah. sales, for interacting in relationships and for just operating. Well, true. And I don't know and if you look at job ads, like 95% of them ask for excellent written and communication skills. <laughs> and that's not in there as filler. That's right. regardless of what I, I, another thing I do is I ask people, well, you know, you're taking this communication class. How many of you think you need this? You know, how many of you are going to go into a job where you think you will never need to communicate? Right. And everybody was like, no, I'm de-. so I'm like, okay, if you do a presentation, you need public speaking skills, communication. If you're in sales, you need a persuasion class, communication, you know, and I could go on and on and on about, right. about it. But yeah, conflict management and relationship, working with people is tricky. I mean, even if you're working remote and you're behind your computer, you're still probably communicating with somebody on the other side. Yeah. So I feel like it's the most important skill ever, but I, I don't know. Thank you well, for, for acknowledging that it's important. You know, it's the root, right? It's the root of so many issues because we're trained. Everything's trained on the left brain, unless you're an artist or something, right? Or musician, yeah. but like mm-hmm. we don't do any work on the right brain on the mm-hmm. right side. It's right. just, it's fascinating. Like yeah. why wouldn't we work on the thing that is actually probably the most important. The left side wasn't even developed. It's like, this is new. Mm-hmm. Right. Like mm-hmm. the rest of it is, is like the true essence. Absolutely. And if we want to have the best relationships we can personally and professionally, it's a constant state of just working on it. Like we're always evolving. As So there's the issue, right? Mm-hmm. It's constant work. It is work. We get lazy. Right. We want instant gratification. You don't get instant gratification if you have to constantly work. So right. Right. you got to train yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is funny because we had Dr. Nicole Price on last episode about empathy. Mm-hmm. And we're just diving a little bit more into communication and just really like thinking about this stuff because like, A, we talk to ourselves in our head. Yes. A lot. <laughs> we do. Right. There, we, we say a lot of bad stuff to ourselves. Th- that's what I was going to say. It's like, it's mm-hmm. shocking some of the stuff that if you really think about it, mm-hmm. that you would never say that to another person, but you say, Oh, I suck at this. Well, tell somebody else. They suck at that. How would that make them feel? (laughs) You would never. Yeah. And so there's that. Then there's your ego. There's your team that you're talking to Mm -hmm. daily. And then there's the clients that you have and the clients that you want. Like that's, that's, that sums up everything at business (laughs) minus, minus the process or the, product that you might have, but like, right. And it's also the hardest thing to navigate. And like, if we get that right, we put more energy and focus, we're exponentially going to be better at our business. 
And the more you know, the better you can be. And I think that's why people bring in people like me. Intuitively, we know that, but sometimes we have to be reminded of it. And so, you know, I think, I mean, yeah, like, and the manager maybe doesn't have the desire or the skill set to provide that training. So, you know, people hire people to come in and just train people up on the basics, basic communication skills. It's like the gym. You could, nobody needs to go to the gym. You could do push ups, sit ups, and pull ups at home and you'd be fine. Right. Yeah. But okay. But well, you go to the gym. But then you go to the gym, but I never go. So I need a trainer. The trainer is going to tell me this, the exact thing yes. that I need to do that I can do all by myself, but I need to have somebody tell me. I'm the same. No, no. I'm the same way. I'm like, why am I paying this guy? Oh, because I actually show up. <laughs> yeah. And I'm seeing results. So when you pay, you pay attention. <laughs> and I don't have to think about it. I just yeah. go. He changes the weights. He wipes off the seat for me. That's kind of nice too. And I just do it, right? I don't like, get that treatment. About it. And everybody has their skill set. So why not go to the experts Yeah. for for their, you know, whatever. Yeah, 100%. Is. You're buying time. Time's yes. everything. And I'm doing it. I'm actually showing up. Yeah. And you get swole. Yeah. Craig, <laughs> do you still have a trainer? <laughs> I do. You're still going? Yeah, I am. All right. Well, I mean, I didn't go while I was gone, but. Oh, that's right. I mean, I was paddling every day because I was out in big waves. So I wish everybody could see the way he just paddled. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's stuff in the way. I got (laughs) a pterodactyl, huh? (laughs) Watch Uh, the YouTube clip if you want to see the pterodactyl. (laughs) So let me ask you, what are some things, what are some of the biggest needle movers for us as business owners to really make a change Mm. and uh, make some positive impact in our organization? In terms of just the, all the best practices that people could do. Yeah. So I would say like, think about like an agency, you mm-hmm. got your, your team, you have you mm-hmm. and then your clients and everything else. What are some of the like, some things that we can do to really just make the biggest impact. Yeah. In your opinion. So a couple of things. Um, when I think about leadership, um, it's really important to be a good leader and model what you want other people to do. So I think that's really, really important. So we need good leaders in place. Um, I think just having that continuing education on not just insurance itself, but just as human beings being in the world together. So all these things that we're talking about today, you know, send people to trainings and conferences and have them come back and share out what they learned at their conference. It could, yeah, it could be an insurance conference, but you know, what else did you learn? I just, I speak at some HR conferences. I don't talk about HR. I talked about growth mindset. And so when people go and they and they hear a good speaker, have them come back and share out and report back. Um, I think providing mentors to people in the organization, maybe that are new or middle management, find them a really good mentor, either inside the organization or outside the organization. Um, I think, yes, just being a strong communicator, um, conflict management. I could go on and on and on and on. Personal bias, know your bias, understand. Ooh, talk about that. Personal bias. Yeah. 
well, we know what we like and what we don't like. Mm. We tend to seek out people who agree with us. Mm. But, shopping. <laughs> but what if I, and most people, again, don't like conflict, so they don't want to engage in conversations where they might find themselves in a situation where they don't know how to handle conflict. And conflict, I don't mean like, you know, throwing fists. I just mean like a debate. And so, you know, I know my biases, but I'm still willing to let that person sit across from me and vent to me and just kind of go off on whatever tangent they're going through in that moment. I don't have to agree with them, um, but I can listen. I can be a really good listener. And usually when people leave my office, they come in with a problem they do most of the talking. I do a lot of nodding and mm-hmm, like that nonverbal communication. And then they leave and they're like the guy, the bartender. I mean, they're like healed. They feel so much better and they have a better outlook. So it's again, just being open-minded and not agreeing, but having enough respect for that person to let them share what they want to say. Mm-hmm. You don't have to argue with them. You don't have to try to prove them right or convince them to think your way you don't it it seems like women are better at this right (laughs) and i'm curious for the insurance dudes out there like how can we get better at not trying to solve the problem like it's it's like it's all we do all day long we get home and we hear you know oh my day was bopping up and i and i like boop 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 all the solutions pop into my head i'm like well that's easy just do this this and this problem solved let me go do go let me go swimming you know and their communication 101 right (laughs) um yes and generally speaking i mean we can't lump everybody together anymore but generally speaking women want to vent and literally you could sit there and say nothing but let us vent if it's 20 or 30 minutes. I'm sorry. You're just going to sit there and shake your head. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't expect men to solve our problems. Men think we're coming to them because we want them to solve our problems. So what I tell my guy friends, you know, I, I just need to vent, but I don't need you to fix this. And they're like, oh, thank you. OK, I can do that. I can just sit here and they just shake their head. The, that would be so helpful. Now, I know. I wish that every conversation started like that. Because sometimes yeah. I'll say, wait, do you just need me to listen? Yes. or do you?" But then that's a bad question because now it's like, well, you don't know me? Like, <laughs> I don't uh, know. Like, I'm not a mind reader. I don't really know, dear, what you're, what you're thinking <laughs> in this moment. But that's amazing. Asking, you know, just for clarification, do you need me to solve this or can I just be a, 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 a good ear right now? And then that lets you off the hook, right? Then you don't have to think about all the ways to fix it. Literally, you don't have to even listen, really. You, I mean, you, well, you, you have to nod and stuff and make noises. You can, but- I mean, <laughs> really listen, but I understand also that women we like to give a lot of detail and go. I might zone out a yeah, we'll give you all the background and like ten years worth of history before we get to the point. Men tend to be very, very direct and just like spit it out. So again, learning the different communication styles of the people that you're with is great. So if you're, you know, somebody said, nope, I just, I just want to get this off my chest. You'd be like, okay, great. Go for it. Craig, I would go with the default of listening. Just if you have to default to something, just just say, just say that, that must be tough. 
There you go. Look at that. That's the best. See, when I say that must be tough or, oh, that sure sounds hard. I feel like I'm not being genuine. Oh, no. No, no. I think it, it just is. feels weird coming out. Well, well you're going to feel well, a lot better in five minutes when you're not getting yelled at. It doesn't that would, that would feel nice. So the more you practice saying stuff like that, the, the more it will feel genuine. I can but, see how that would be genuine. To her, she's like, whoa, who are uh, you? Like, you actually care about what I'm feeling and thinking? Wow, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. So, I mean, not fake it till you make it, but practice saying it and it'll become more natural. It's, it's like a reverse sale, Craig. You have to act like the salesperson. You have to peel the onion. So, mm-hmm. so don't even stop there. So that must be tough. And then ask a question about it. Mm. Mm. Uh, th- I don't think she likes the questions. She doesn't want to go deeper. I don't know. Maybe. Well, I think Very the, challenging. just the nonverbal. And I agree. It could be like, Ooh, Oh yeah. That sounds rough. Like, Oh, I do this with my, my 17 year old daughter and she's, you know, going about her 17 year old gossip and drama. Oh, oh boy. Then this one, this, and this one. And I'll be like, Oh, wow. That, it was very nice of her, was it? Like, oh my gosh, wow, that sucks. And I'm just like agreeing with her. And again, she walks away. She's all better. I didn't have to solve anything. That's awesome. Wow. And then she also didn't lock her door saying you can't come in. Right. It encourages <laughs> communication because she knows yeah. I'm not going to judge her. Or, well, why didn't you say this? Or why didn't you say that? Which, trust me, I want to give her advice. But like, yeah, yeah, there's so many better things than than the way that it's being done. Like, uh-huh. I see so many inefficiencies. That's why I try to solve it. No, not your job. Your job is to listen in that moment. If she okay. comes to you and says, can you help me figure this out? Great. Now there's your cue. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just listen, active listening. And I, mean, don't I think say, this, are is you the, sure? this is sure. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Could I solve it, but not tell you? I'll just put it in a note and put it over in this pile. And then, you know. You don't even have to waste the brain cells. You, you don't even have to think about I it. can't help it. Just, if they don't want the. Yeah, you're right. Save the brain cells for insurance. I don't know. Something. Mm, not insurance. <laughs> Is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to talk about? Oh, my mm. gosh. We've talked about a lot. This has been a we really did. good conversation. It's been great. Um, I think just, again, you know, as we're approaching some crazy times, social media is accountable for 29% of civil discourse. Um, mm-hmm. In terms that we can be, if we're behind a screen and nobody can see us, you know, would you say that same thing to somebody's face like we talked about earlier? So if you wouldn't say it to their face, then don't say it behind their back or don't say it on social media. Because that's a big culprit of people just not being very civil to each other. Yeah. It's all about, you know, peace and harmony and let's just all get along and work together. And at the end of the day, we can go home and, and not think about it. But when we're together, we have to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. Love it. That is that, awesome. It's funny. I'm the opposite. Like I, oh. I won't say anything on social media because mm-hmm. I know like it's yeah. going to be taken the wrong way, especially I would just make fun of or joke or, you know what I mean? Like be careful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I don't, uh, I don't engage either, but you know, those keyboard warriors that will. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's remarkable. Comments and you're like, Oh my God, really? You just said that? Well, they're yeah. brave. They're brave. They're, they don't have to look at somebody in the eye when they say it. Yeah. There's some deep stuff going on. If you're doing that out there, there's some deep stuff going on. Get some help. 
Haters gonna hate. I'll help you work. Yeah. Haters gonna hate. Yeah. When like, when I see the hater comments, I just put the little haters gonna hate gif up and you know oh, roller skating. I or, genuinely love it. Yeah. I love the hater comments. Yeah. I think they're so fun. Somebody said something about my how can I I even listen to you with the silly hair. And I was like, dude, you just listen to me. And I was like, yes. <laughs> That's a good way to spin it and to find to find the sunshine or you know. Yeah, the right. good and something bad. Yeah, like thicken up a little. It's it's hard. That's yeah. That's yeah. Hard. Well, it's funny yeah. they'll trash it, but they they listened. They did listen. It's the best part. Yeah, it's like well, oh, you, you could have turned it off, but you actually took yeah. your time. You spent time on us, yeah. so thank you. Exactly. <laughs> it's like the ultimate. I got you. Exactly. Thank you for taking the time. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, if any, so for the listeners that are going to go find you, where can they find you? And um, it would be the easiest way to connect. Yeah. So my website um, is lauriemorocco.com. And then you can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, all under Laurie Morocco PhD or Dr. Laurie Morocco. Okay. And yep. Always posting good tips and tricks and practical advice. And so I would love for you to follow me and, connect if, if you ever need somebody to talk to awesome and the links will be below so just uh go and click the link it'll take you over to her page and you can get there so well awesome thank you, thank so, you much. so much yeah this has been great thank it's you great thank you it's been really fun and we appreciate it. great conversations thank awesome. you